Hello! From the Diet Prime Studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Bonus episode, Bracket Talk, with Neil Stone. That's right, we're celebrating the NCAA tournament this week, the best week of the year, by doing Bracket Talk. You've heard about my bracket. If you didn't listen to that one, go back and listen to it. Today... Longtime guest Neil Stone is going to join to give his bracket thoughts. A couple things since I've recorded last. One, we now know the game is Friday night, close to 10 o'clock, True TV, the channel with the Impractical Jokers. West Virginia will play Moorhead State in Lucas Oil Stadium. So the old basketball game played in a football stadium. Typically not good for offense, weird sight lines. You know, it's a football stadium. It's not a basketball stadium. I'm not going to overthink that, but we know West Virginia will play Friday. If they win, they'll play Sunday against the winner of Syracuse and San Diego State. Second, and I'm not going to call anybody out, USA Today. But the bracket that I was going from for my bracket talk was incorrect. It had the wrong matchups in the final four. Thus, <laughs> when you listen to my bracket, you hear me uh, redoing the end of the podcast so I don't sound like a complete moron. And I may sound like that anyways, but at least get the final four pairings right. (laughs) It really doesn't affect who I think is going to win at all. I just had the wrong matchups in the final four. Again, I'm not throwing any particular entity under the bus for what I filled out. USA Today! So let's get to it. Here's Bracket Talk with Neil Stone. Dyer Prime Creative Group. All right, Neil Stone, now tied with Mike Kazaza for most appearances on Unreasonable Doubt. Welcome back for Bracket Talk. Thanks. That's uh, I missed doing it last year, so I'm glad we we're able to do it this year. Dude, we sure. all missed it. We, I, I was I was overly giddy about. Yeah watching the selection show, seeing the things come up. As much as technology has changed, that's still the same. They just pop up the name. It's a great show. And when your team's in it, it's even better. I missed it. Yeah. Well, and plus, if we'd have had this last year, I wouldn't be tied on appearances either. Well, that's that's uh, very few people in the, in the world care about that besides me and you. And you might not even. So um, so give me your thoughts. The brackets are out. Give me your overall thoughts when they called out the 68 names. Well, as a person who grew up as a, as a Kentucky fan, I, I enjoyed the, the years under Patino and Tubby. Um, I actually enjoyed not seeing them in it this year. Um, I'm not real happy with the, the way they are with Calipari. You know, they're kind of a, a minor league for the pros. So – I'm not real – I prefer the more traditional route of college basketball. Um, 
And with that being said, Duke's not in it either, which makes me even happier. So no Kentucky, no Duke. We do have Patino. Patino sneaks in with Iona as a 15 seed. I don't. And Tubby Smith's still coaching, but I don't think his team made it to the uh, no. to the tournament. So and UNC had to sneak in. UNC snuck in. They're an eight seed. So yeah. And and speaking of sneak in, Michigan State sneaks in. That's a that's a very interesting play-in game. I've never seen a a double blue blood play-in game. We got Michigan State and UCLA in the eleven seed play-in to play BYU. So you think they did that just to mess with people's minds? <laughs> I do. Yes, absolutely. See, I thought you know it's all in Indiana. They were talking about you know we're doing just strictly the number seeds. It doesn't you know because. Uh, regions it's all in Indiana so I thought there wouldn't be as much crazy stuff they 100% said we need to have Michigan State and Oklahoma play together in the in yes. the first four um, all right so West Virginia uh, you know concerned losing first two game losing streak happens at the end of the year they lose three or four to end the season and gets the respect and gets a three seed Give me your thoughts on them getting a three seed, and then tell me how you how far you have West Virginia making it through the NCAA tournament. I was expecting a four, but I get it with the three. Um, our losses have been against teams who are in the the tournament. I mean, there's yeah. there's really no upset losses we had against anybody. That I mean, Iowa State or nobody like that gave us a a real bad loss. Um, Oklahoma State got us twice there down the stretch, and, and Baylor, who's a one seed. Right. So, I mean, really, we shouldn't have moved at all when you sit back and think about it. Oklahoma State's a four seed. Um, so, I mean, I, they're, they're respectable losses. Um, with that being said, I think the pool that we got got in as the three seed was a favorable one for the three seeds. Um I think Houston's a good draw for us to be the two seed in our bracket. And I have us going to the Elite Eight because of it. Elite Eight. All right. So Elite Eight losing to Illinois. Yes. Illinois, they just – and they went to overtime the game. Uh, you know, credit to Ohio State for taking them to overtime. Uh, they got a good coach. They get points. They, that team can score. But I don't know what the weakness of Illinois is. I don't um, – and I've watched a couple of their games. They rebound. They defend. They drive. We are familiar with the coach who took yep. us out with Stephen F. Austin. Like, I – you know, all year has been Gonzaga-Baylor, right? And then Illinois just out of – not out of nowhere. They always had high expectations. But they're, they're ending the season. Like, how do you beat that team? And I think the Big Ten – has kind of proved itself to be the conference of the season. I mean, Big 12 gave its own uh, argument as well. And I put a lot of – I put a lot of it into it with who you play during the regular season and how you have to fight through uh, your conference tournament. And when you've got Ohio State and Michigan in your conference tournament and you win it all, um, yeah, you, you got my respect on that. Right. Yeah, which and that, in re, I was going to say in, in in return with Gonzaga, 
they played everybody before this, their conference schedule started. And then they go through their conference, which doesn't really hold much weight. Uh, so then – Just BYU in their conference. And yeah. that was a good game in the final, Gonzaga-BYU in the, in the whatever West Coast Conference tournament final. BYU was up 12, and then Gonzaga did their Gonzaga thing and scored like 30 points in two minutes. And still won by double digits. <laughs> still won by double digits. That's right. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's go to the south bracket. Baylor's the one seed there. I think they have a pretty favorable draw to get to the final four. But give me your upsets in the south bracket in the first two rounds, higher seeds beating lower seeds. I have Winthrop beating Villanova. I think that's going to get a lot of traction, right? Villanova yeah. without their star, 5-12, just not even – it doesn't matter what school they're playing. The 12 seed always gets upset run. Um, I have Wisconsin beating UNC, but that's a 9 over 8. That's not that interesting. But for the, the second round, I have Texas Tech getting past Arkansas, the 6 over the 3. And I have Winthrop beating Purdue. Really? Have you watched any Winthrop this year? No. Nope. <laughs> I love nope. it. But but I'm not big on Villanova or Purdue right now. So why not? <laughs> I mean, both of those teams, good coaches. Villanova, not the same without their best player. Couldn't tell you right. one thing about Purdue other than Matt Painter's a good coach. Um, all right. Let's go to the West. This is the Gonzaga bracket. Give me your upsets in the West. Um, it's pretty scratch for me in the West. Um, not really any big upsets through there, really. Uh, I think it's pretty top-heavy. Uh, the I think all the, the bigger seeds I have – so you're when, chalky in the West. I am. All right. All right. Let's Very unfortunate. <laughs> All right. That's fine. That, sometimes that happens. As much yeah. as we talk about upsets, sometimes just the better team beats the not-as-good team. Really, every time. I have, I have uh, Creighton beating Virginia in the second round. Okay. But a, that's a 4-5. It's not a major upset. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the East bracket. This is the Michigan bracket. Uh, I just learned tonight that Jawan Howard uh, threatened Mark Turgeon's life. That should have no bearing on how they do in the tournament. What are your upsets in the East? I have Georgetown over Colorado. Another 5-12. Yes, and um, I have Michigan State winning their play-in game and making it to the Sweet 16. Okay, so no – oh, interesting. Okay. So beating Texas – or beating yes. BYU and then beating Texas. Interesting. Well, because it, I'm guessing you're going on the – they beat Illinois and they beat Michigan and they beat – who else did they beat? They, they beat Iowa State or Ohio State. They've had some good wins at the end of the season, yes. Michigan State. Okay. And then the West Virginia bracket – Midwest, who do you have for upsets in that one? Um, I'm pretty chalky here, too. Um, Georgia Tech, nine over eight. Um, 
I, again, I have WVU over Houston, which is just a 3-2. Um, yeah, pretty chalky there, too. I did want to pull the trigger on uh, Syracuse-San Diego State, but um, it, it seems San Diego State's put a pretty good resume together this year that I don't think they're going to be one and out. And I'd rather see Syracuse be one and out than, than San Diego State. If they won, if Syracuse won and West Virginia won, Big East, old Big East battle, stupid 2-3 zone. We haven't played a zone team in forever. Yeah. That, and I would be nervous the whole game. I, I, they're an 11 seed. I would not want – we have good shooters. It's still – I mean, Syracuse just has this thing where you they can go out early or with that stupid 2-3 zone – yeah. And Bayheim's son shooting from 35 feet, they can, they can win a game. So, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, those are the upsets. Give me your final four. Who will be – who will start in Indiana and end in Indiana in the final four? Well, in the um, – I have Ohio State over – Ooh, Baylor. you have Ohio State over Baylor. Yes. Wow. Wow. Uh, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, Illinois over WVU. Okay. Gonzaga over Iowa. Okay. And Michigan over Alabama to get to the final four. So three one-two games and a one-three game. And then you put a two seed and three one seeds in there. Yep. All right. Hey. All each season has been Gonzaga head and shoulders, Baylor head and shoulders. You've got Baylor going out. Michigan had only one loss for almost the whole season before they lost a couple at the end. And Illinois, they just won the Big Ten championship. That's a strong Final Four. Who do you got winning it all? Uh, I have Gonzaga and Illinois in the championship game with Gonzaga winning it all. So the undefeated season. Yep. To me, they're the favorite to their to their beat. It's kind of like Alabama every year in football. You got to put them in there until they until they actually lose. So Gonzaga, I don't know what else they have to do to prove themselves. They've won all their games. They won their conference tournament. They didn't. Pl- they did play some slouches in the non conference, but they beat Kansas. They beat West Virginia. I they beat Illinois double digits. It's hard to fault it. I mean, West Virginia couldn't put them away. They that freshman is awesome. The role players are awesome. Like the the guy that killed West Virginia for Florida transfers to Gonzaga, and he's like their their fourth or fifth fifth best player, and he was yeah. the best player at Florida. I mean, I don't know. That's that's talent. Yeah. And they're and they are offensively. Well, and like I mentioned earlier, Gonzaga's not been tested for a while. They've gone through their conference schedule their conference tournament, I could see somebody if they smack them in the mouth hard enough that they may not, they may not be able to respond well enough. But um, I just, I just think early on in the season, the teams that they beat, like you mentioned, Kansas and West Virginia, they don't back down from anybody and they put everybody away. Right. I mean, it's three months ago, but nobody puts a hundred on Kansas and they did it. Yes. And Listen, they, <laughs> they, uh, they're, they seem to be healthy, and 
if you don't have anything that you can point to of like what's their weakness, I guess they're not as they're not as good defensively as they are offensively, but they just can score seemingly at will. And if their def- and their defense is good. So with those two things, and they've got a guy, right? Like they've got three yeah. or four guys that can take over. And in the West Virginia game, the guy that last name starts with an A, Ayaye, I, I think, mm-hmm. he kills yes. us. It's like, okay, I don't know what, you know. And if he doesn't, then Timmy, yeah. that I can see that, but Gonzaga has not done this before. They, they got over the final four hump. Uh, this would be amazing for them to win a national championship. But Neil Stone has them. Neil, this is fun. I am psyched yes. to see. Uh, yeah, it's in Indiana. Yeah, we're still in a pandemic. Uh, yeah, there's probably going to be uh, there's going to be a by default somebody moves on because of an outbreak. Like those things are still in play. Unfortunately, I think that at least that's going to happen once. But we're getting we're getting the tournament. We didn't yes. have it last year. I, I hate having to wait till Thursday. I, I miss having the playing games Tuesday and Wednesday. We do have a wait, but, right? Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a wait. And we're going Friday to Monday, but it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Neil, thanks for joining me again on Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Thanks for having me. Unreasonable Doubt is on the social media. On Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. On Twitter. At I'm Josh Witt. On Facebook, go to that search bar thing and type in Unreasonable Doubt. Do it! Interact with the show. Big thanks to Neil for joining me on the podcast, giving his bracket thoughts. He's going with the With the overall number one seed, he's going with the team that has not lost. Uh, It's a sensible pick. Why not? All the games played for this NCAA tournament in the state of Indiana. Last time somebody went perfect in the season, Indiana University. All right. I mean, that's a story. Get ready for that one if what Neil says happens. More Bracket Talks coming. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. WVU for the 2020-2021 season. They have 18 wins and 9 losses.